Taste it. Hey, what's on your plate? Is it good? Is it great? Come on, don't hesitate. Sit on down with the Unbuja Food Aid. When you're cooking at home, wanna set the right tone? Just pick up the phone. Sit on down with the Unbuja Food Aid. Good morning, good morning, good morning, (laughs) good morning, St. Paul, Twin Cities, neighboring uh, communities. Oh my goodness, it is the Unbougie Foodie and I am back live on the air. I I can't tell you all how happy I am to actually be on the air with you all. It's it's been a journey, uh, a really a journey. Um, but I, I'm glad that you stuck it out with me, and you're still being supportive. Um, I hope there are new ones that come along, uh, and just you know have an opportunity to learn about new cuisines and foods and restaurants and other things within the Twin Cities. Um, I'm broadening my reach. Uh, I'm trying to go go to wider areas, uh, of course, and talk about foods and but not just about uh, food itself or me going out to a restaurant. And I'll get into that because I want to tell you how the show is not really even changing, but additional direction that it's going to. Uh, But first and foremost, um, once again, let me thank you so much for taking the opportunity to sit down with me as the Unbougie Foodie and uh, once again listening to WEQY um, you know we want to continue to be the voice of the east side um, but of course it covers other areas as well it's not just about the east side but we we focus because we're a neighborhood uh, radio station we're a community So let me give you some information, if you would, on social media, on how to get in contact with me or to follow me or if you would, if you would, it's, it's, it's kind of giddy being back on air. (laughs) And, uh, I also have a guest with me as well, who you'll, you'll get an opportunity to, to talk with. He's been here before, so you'll know who he is. Um, so let's see. Facebook, <laughs> the Unbougie Foodie, Instagram, the underscore Unbougie Foodie, Twitter is at Unbougie Foodie, and then I want to invite you to also um, visit my website, which is www.theunbougiefoodie.com. You'll be able to hear past episodes um, that have have been recorded, uh, but 
uh, also, you know, you'll be able to read other articles or community uh, articles that are written for a community newspaper. Let me introduce you to my my road food road dog right now, uh, and it is my nephew uh, Rashan. I don't know. Can they hear you? I don't know. I don't know, nephew. I feel kind of... Wait a minute. Try it now. Try it now. (laughs) These are the things that happen when you're on the air. When you're on the air live. I know, right? Exactly. Sorry. Um, Hmm. I wonder what's happening on that, on that end. Well, I mean, for certain, I don't want you to be left out because, you know, you're an important part of this as well. (laughs) Oh, wow. Still can't hear you? Dang, no. Man. We'll get it figured out in just a moment, but I I really wanted to have him on air as well and him uh, putting in his two cents. Uh, <laughs> important two cents. Important two cents. Um, very much important two cents. Tap your mic for me. Nope. Wow. <laughs> Okay, well, you know, there's... Huh? Yeah, we'll let you use that one. Yeah, we'll let you use that one. <laughs> it's all right. We're, we're going to get this together. <laughs> You're just following instructions and everything. Don't let it tip over. <laughs> Okay, try it now. Hey, what about now, St. Paul? You hear, you hear me? I believe so. Okay, so, but you're going to have to talk closer to the mic. Got to be up on the mic like this? Yeah, like, really, yeah, exactly. All right, then. There you go. That's better. I think that's better. Go ahead, say it. Um. All right, check, check. Everybody, everybody <laughs> can hear me? Me and this mic are getting real, real intimate this morning. I see that. I see that. That's all right, though. We'll get it straightened out for next time. Anyway, I'm glad that he... So, please, this is my nephew. Uh, I'll let him introduce himself. Oh, Go no. ahead. Go ahead. I'm uh, I'm Rashawn, his nephew. <laughs> uh, apparently current partner in crime. With food and other uh, things. In general crime. Please. Yeah. Don't say that. Crime. Anyway. Uh, I'm excited to have you here because this is my first day back live and man, it just feels so different and everything. Um, I feel giddy. Right. If you guys could have seen him on on the car ride over. Anyway, we're here to talk. (laughs) This is not a comedy hour. (laughs) We are here to talk about the show and how it's actually um, it's moving ahead. Uh, I don't know if you all saw. I'm really excited about. I guess I'm just gonna say you know um, I'm excited about being 
approved to be on Apple Podcasts. So if you are, you know, miss a show, you know, hey, maybe you missed a a season, a show or whatever. You'll have an opportunity to hear me on (laughs) other podcasts and so forth. So aside from being live, which is very important to me, um, I also want to make the show available so that um, others uh, that have missed the show or they're like, dang, I want to get caught up. Um, you'll have that opportunity. You know, I still have my SoundCloud and other areas like Stitcher. Um, now I'm going to be on, should I say all these others? Or yeah. you want to say all these others? Well, anywhere podcasts are widely available. You can find them on Spotify, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, Anchor Radio. Yeah. All, all over the place. Uh, well, I'm trying to, I'm trying to let the word be out there about the Twin Cities and, you know, the food scene that we have here. Uh, it's really important. Um, and again, it's not just about me going out to a restaurant because, you know, definitely I understand that you all want to know about uh, new places, uh, food events. Um, and and I'm all for that. But this is where I feel that the show is progressing and i won't even say changing i'd say be progressing like evolving Uh, evolving is also good too um we're still going to be talking about um food uh food events restaurants but i really want to also focus on stories and experiences um i think as you all have known you're familiar with you know past shows i'm always talking about how food brings people together and you know over the past few months of uh, you have i still have had a presence here on weqi or just as the unbougie foodie and doing the show some of them have been recorded some of them you know they were um rebroadcasts if you would um, now that we're coming back new uh, during that time period, it gave me an opportunity to think of what else do I want to be able to bring to the community or talk about with the community in reference to food. Definitely, I still feel very strongly about um, you know, providing you with food resources within the uh, within the community, talking about um, any type of food or societal justices that um, are we're facing Um we still have, you know, the issue of food accessibility or equity within, you know, certain neighborhoods or communities. And so those are still things that I feel very strongly about and will continue to talk to you about. Um, I want to focus again more on the community, reaching out to uh, those that have stories that they would like to share or would like to tell. And this really involves more engagement too and where i also am inviting you to feel more engaged about contacting the show and uh, knowing that uh i personally want to hear um, your stories uh, and you know i i'm not exactly sure if we can but i'm going to give the call number and possibly maybe We'll see if uh, I think it'll work out. We'll see if you know we could take calls or whatnot, but um, we're we're just gonna try. So if it doesn't work, like please understand that you know it's 
it's uh, it's a process coming back. So anyway, that call in number is 651-200-3479. Again, 651-200-3479. I want to encourage those that are uh, maybe you've seen it on Facebook. I've posted and encourage you definitely please listen to 104.7 fm Um, or if you cannot if you're not local if you are across these united states and you have the opportunity to or you would like the opportunity to listen to the unbougie foodie um, as it airs live you can stream that by going to tunein.com or www.tunein.com and then look for weqi so during the 10 o'clock hour, you'll be able to hear my show. And if you want to hear other shows after that, uh, you have that ability as well. Tune in is, tune in is a very uh, convenient way where you're able to uh, stay caught up with your favorite programming. That's um, not a sponsorship uh, verbiage that I'm giving. It is It is just what it is. If tune in uh, wants to contact us. I know, really. If you want to. Hey, accessible. we're... <laughs> <laughs> but if you uh, let's just say that you're not in front of your computer and you're so used to being an, on your mobile device or maybe your tablet, it's available as an app as well. So definitely download the TuneIn app and you'll also still be able to hear uh, the show live. Um, and, you know, some folks, they like to hear themselves on the radio. So if you call in and you're like, it is on a little bit of a delay, so you could kind of like have a little bit of a conversation with with myself uh, or any of my guests, like my nephew, uh, and then you know, kind of rewind on tune it. I learned that trick from uh, my sister. Mm. <laughs> yeah, she used to call in frequently. Uh, yes, and I won't say she loved to hear herself, but. She wanted to hear how she sounded on the radio <laughs> after she made a comment or something. So anyway, though, I, again, that telephone number, if you're interested in, in giving us a phone call, hey, maybe you just want to give a shout out. Uh, perhaps you just want to, uh, you know, maybe make a comment or give a suggestion of some place that you visited new. That telephone number is 651-200-3479. So remember that number. And once again, I will be back uh, you know, telling you more uh, or using that, telling you to use that number more. But for the meantime, I want to continue on with where I feel the direction of the show is going. Um, my nephew has been here and been able to provide some viewpoints. Uh, do you want to share any of those or am I putting you on the spot or whatever? Really? Oh, man. Seriously. Oh, we've been collaborating a lot. I don't know what your specific viewpoint Well, I'm just saying about. you've been, as a person that's been on the outside, you have, you know, said, yeah, you know, it it would sound good, you know, as the show evolves. These are things that we want to talk about or or that I should be talking about um, because he's my guest right now, even though he is living here now telling your business sorry um he's not gonna be on the show all the time because he's got a job too (laughs) so i can't take up all of his time but when it comes down to like today or maybe he'll drop in every now and then or there might be a segment where we've recorded and i've just you know he we're on a food adventure for the day i sound okay you'll be hearing a little bit more of me exactly and i don't know why you're trying to talk in an undertone you can not i'm 
I, I gotta make out with the mic. <laughs> anyway, and the mic is all the way up for you over there, so I just want you to know. Okay. And I turned it up some a little bit more. So anyway, uh, but the direction, as I mentioned, uh, is important, or you know, as the show evolves, um, it. I feel that it's really important to uh, to talk about that. Um, but also to talk about, you know, as I end every show, I was always saying this was my how I ended the show each and every time. You're still going to hear tasted, of course, but <laughs> but <laughs> sorry, he doesn't like that corniness. Um, but when it comes down to, you know, I, I would I used to say because really it is always it is always about the food. It is all all it is. I can't talk. It is all it is all about the food. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's what I would say at the end uh, of every show. You know, I would encourage you. Um, I, the words are never let anyone tell you what type of food you to be, because really it is all about the food. Uh, I, I feel that still. But again, there needs to be more added to that. Uh, and so we've changed that mantra, if you would. I- I'm still going to tell you, you know, never let anyone tell you what type of food it be, where you can go to eat or, you know, if it's a food truck or a, a-, a stand, you know, a- on a corner, you know, a person that loves food is not going to discriminate against where that food is coming from, especially if it's good food. Come on now, nephew. Right. Speak on it. Definitely, good food can come from anywhere. Exactly. Um, which I gotta ask you about Los Angeles. There's something I've been I haven't had an opportunity to ask uh, okay. my sister or any of my relatives, other relatives there. But you would probably know. But again, this new mantra is more of, and I'll narrow it out because I'm still working it out. But you know, I do honestly believe that food connects us you know or that we are connected by food stories and experiences and i invite you to come along for those experiences so you know i i want that to be the importance of um, this show Uh, so definitely finding about new foods um, hearing stories but also to be supportive uh, of those that are in also the food industry or in this circle, the culinary circle. Um, I'm I don't really consider myself you know a part of the chefs and and folks that are really involved in the culinary industry right now. I'm on the on the outside looking in, but still being supportive. And I only say that in that manner, not to belittle what I'm sharing or what I'm doing um, from a community standpoint, but it's a core group of individuals that they're tight knit um, and they are going through things Um and being on the outside and not really fully understanding what they're going through, um, it needs to be brought to the forefront uh, and out to the community. 
I think a few weeks ago I had um, Chef Jamita Raspberry on um, and my oh, nephew yeah. was with me and we we touched on that and I'm about mental health and focusing on mental health in the culinary industry and this is where again where I feel the show is um, evolving um, it's again still going to focus on food and places in the community where to go but also bringing more focus on those that work in this industry and what they have to deal with um, it's a stressful job uh, and just being a person on the outside and seeing from the standpoint of I'm a consumer uh, but behind the scenes these chefs are I don't want to put it as over dramatic but they're suffering at times Yeah, I mean, it's easy for us like you said being in the role of the consumer to just be like well I ordered my steak 20 minutes ago where's my food Right, and it's uh, it's not always easy to remember to put ourselves in their position and remember that they're people and they're stressed out and they got a lot of stuff going on and maybe us being rude is you know never the, the right approach to take with that or, or helpful at all so, again, it is going to be something that I am going to, I would love to use my platform for. I would like to invite, and this is just kind of like a, a, a definitely focused, but a blanket statement to um, chefs or individuals that are in the culinary industry. I would like to invite you to come on the show so that we could talk about these things so that uh, folks can be aware of what's going on, you know, um, and it not it could definitely still be focusing on mental health because, uh, again, this is supposed to be a, a very light um, you know, exciting show and uplifting and everything. And it, it is it still will be. Um, but it's also important to know that there are when you are in the community or when you're a person that is on a community radio station or have a community platform, um, use it for good yeah, or to bring focus. The of the community. Exactly. You know, and maybe we may not have the opportunity to always go out every single week or but at least by considering when we do go out to a restaurant and it doesn't even I'm, I'm not even talking about a fancy restaurant either too I mean this could be your neighborhood you know eatery right down yeah, the street be nice to from, that lady who works at Popeye's <laughs> don't be acting out for them chickens stop it wow <laughs> I know it's like don't order 20 or 30 Popeye's chicken sandwiches or whatever otherwise you'll have the chef the cooks in the back oh my yeah <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, that's a, that's a story in itself. Yeah, definitely is a story in itself. Um, but again, your neighborhood restaurant, neighborhood eatery, um, that's what is important, you know, uh, you know because community is about um, upbuilding, you know, and. I know we're consumers, especially, you know, around the holiday time period. Consumers could get kind of pushy and kind of aggressive. 
Well, you know, I'm coming from a standpoint to thinking of retail, but I'm just saying even when you're eating out, you know, where's my, like you mentioned a moment ago, where's my food? How come it's taking so long or whatever? I'm like, you know, you came to a very popular restaurant and you're not the only one that's ordering food. You know, there are other people that perhaps were be, have been here before you uh, and they are waiting as well. Uh Maybe your dish, because you want so many substitutions or something, might take a little bit longer because, you know, when when a chef has a certain plan on how a dish is supposed to go and then all of a sudden says someone says, oh, well, I'm allergic to dairy or I have a peanut allergy or something. I mean, I'm quite sure many of them are willing to accommodate, uh, but then it's almost like the chef himself has then have to take the time to okay i'll take on that particular plate yeah. or dish for this customer or make sure that it's right right exactly where like the sous chefs i mean it's, it is quite possible that they would they're knowledgeable and have the expertise to switch it up and and list look at that as well but if anything i think and many other chefs or well just chefs in general can confirm this um, they feel that if it does not come the right way, you know, especially if that person has said, you know, they've had certain allergies, they're not going to look at the sous chef. They're going to look at the chef. And then overall, they're going to look at the, the the restaurant itself. So, of course, the chef is going to want to take the responsibility or say, hey, I'm going to take this on and make sure that this is correct. Um, but again, going back to all of that, you know, is pressure and stress on individuals that are within um, the culinary industry. And, you know, I'm talking about chefs, but it goes down the line, you know, as they say, and I'm just learning terminologies, front of the house, back of the house, you know, all of that, the front of house being, you know, host, hostesses. Uh, for a restaurant, the actual um, staff, um, servers that are, you know, they too are under a lot of stress, you know, making sure that they get the order right so that they can relay it to the chef and his staff in the back. You know, the host and hostess, you know, they are come there the, at the moment when you step through a door, they're the face of a restaurant. And if you are immediately faced with someone that is angrily talking to you about, well, we need our seats. How come it's taking so long and everything? Again, all of that um, is a part of dealing with either stress or on a day-to-day basis, how are we dealing with or interacting with uh, consumers? Um, We've had... I mean, celebrity chefs that are taking their lives or people that are in the just in the culinary industry that are working the back of the house or the front of the house and can't find their way to be able to come in on a daily basis or to make it the next day because of all the stress that they're under. Um being asked to perform or making sure that everything is right for the customer. And that's not a 
like a a very strange request but when you are faced with that and you have these interactions each and every day you're wondering okay gosh how much more of this can i take it starts to weigh on you all right exactly so you know again that's where this show is going you know we're focusing even more on the community uh, community members um more topics that involve you that we want to engage with you as people that really enjoy food uh, that want to feed their families you need to find out where that uh, that resource is the next mobile food market Uh, maybe a pantry that's what this show is about Uh, it has always been about it will continue to be about but there are other uh, areas that I also want to uh, bring to the forefront as well so I hope you're again going to continue to join me on this journey or on this experience um, which will again be part of the mantra because I'm always going to be inviting you to join in on this experience as well as I mentioned this because food connects us in so many different ways, um, you know, culture-wise, um, how we are able to deal, and not deal, <laughs> how we're able to relate, how we're able to communicate um, within our families, which we're about to go into that in just a moment. Uh, I'm, yeah, we talked about this. Don't give me the look. <laughs> um but food brings people together and sometimes when you are brought together for food especially during like the holiday season um things tend to get interesting interesting you have conversations about life and whatnot but that's for me that's all about the stories too so when we were starting this when i was talking about this the show starting back again uh, and I was sharing with my nephew and you know, what I want to talk about on this return it really wasn't going to be about oh we're going to a restaurant we're talking about a restaurant or anything like that it really was focusing on the show again how it's evolving but the mantra or how I was feeling about it and what it really means to me and how I want it to relate to the community as well we were trying to have it you know follow the trajectory that the show was kind of already taking on its own just over you know the time that he's been on the air just kind of trying to keep in line with that exactly and so it was it started the show kind of started as one thing and then just over time just naturally its focus shifted not entirely but a little bit to include a wider uh variety of things and we just wanted to kind of keep in line with that exactly i appreciate you um uh, clarifying that and bringing that out too so when specifically when I'm talking about stories um, I want to I've always said and I know when I look I listen back to a number of my my episodes myself as I'm making them available on the different podcasts and so forth and just reviewing them I'm like okay that was corny that sounds corny but I really I said it because it felt heartfelt at the moment 
um, when I talk about food bringing people together and that I want to learn about someone's culture through food or by, you know, through their cooking and ask them questions about and whether it sounds corny or not, (laughs) what made this particular dish so special to be, you know, for this occasion or, you know, that when (laughs) for I'll just say for my father and I've talked about this before, um, pork roast come on he takes his pork roast very seriously right and what I mean, happens religiously so. but what happens when it comes down to pork roast i mean he could put he could call a couple of people and all of a sudden house is full. the house is full everybody treat the kitchen like it's vip right you just hang out in there you know i mean it really is that way and i'm glad that you're here because before when i was saying it it just sounds like oh yeah whatever no, you know it is very serious family that you ain't seen in years will all show of up. a sudden pop up out of it seemed like yep. nowhere you're like wait a minute i haven't seen you in like five years and all of a sudden what you hear pork roast or you hear i'm say they heard about the pork uh, and all of a sudden you know you, yeah i i could go crazy and, and start talking uh in in creole and everything like but that that's but i thing, won't though, like that's that's what we want we want you to call in and tell us about your mom's turkey and how your family shows up and what that does right that's the fun of it you know we can go to restaurants all day exactly but the experiences that you remember aren't how bomb the food was it was about how you and you and your brother went there and the food was great but you also got to have a great conversation exactly you guys got to reconnect for for an evening exactly those are the things that really like tie the food together the food is just it's a a it's a vehicle it's (laughs) you know a vehicle a a vehicle (laughs) for those kind of interactions and those like really heartfelt family moments exactly and so you know again i was telling him we're not gonna i'm not gonna be going like negative or anything like that but it you know it reminds me of the lightheartedness that we have as a family or when we have friends over i mean there are times where you know i can remember that Again, a lot of times it does include my father, but even my sisters, you know, specifically Auntie B. Uh, we can make panadas and it's a simple, it's a simple, don't laugh. You know how it goes. I know. That's why I I'm mean, laughing. it literally, I mean, you would think that it was, which it, it kind of is. I was going to say it's the next best thing to slice bread, but. Which is a corny line anyway. But I'm just saying that you would think that people are, what is she making? And and then they find out. But it's a simple, it really is a Belizean snack food. It's yeah. not like a dinner. It You know, like you would sit down and have stew, be- uh, you know, um, stew, um, rice and beans, stew chicken, you know, potato salad or whatever the case is. Yeah. This is a snack food that literally you could probably, if you were in Belize or if you, which, you know, I think something like that needs to be brought here to the twin cities because they don't they don't know anything about that about having um um, panadas you know and they know about empanadas but that's different but anyway this belizean snack food is so it's simple i mean yes of course it does take a little bit of time because it involves you uh making the masa or you know seasoning the masa uh seasoning the whatever ingredients are going to be in the panadas and can't forget the onion sauce. I mean, come on. 
you know that you eating panadas without onion sauce you're not a you're not a I don't want to say that, but you're not a true Belizean. You're not. Because if anything, if you just had it on the plate and didn't have any type of garnish or anything like that, they'll be like, I'm going to say it. The way that. The, the way that is. This The way that onion sauce there. You know. It's true. It, it's, it's very true. true. It's very true. So you have to have all of those ingredients. It's, and again, it's, it is very simple. You could sit there and hundred. I would say hundreds. That's not an exaggeration. I put it to you like this: Um, I had some friends over, and my aunt she decided she was going to make panadas because it's like you said, it's not. It takes more prep work than it does actual cooking them. So my my buddy Darren, he had never had any before. I'm not exaggerating when I say that he ate 45 that night. Mm. It's easy. That was just him. It's easy. So, I mean, she went, she made like 250, 300 for the night. Literally, it's, folks, I'm telling you. Um, I, and we have made it here. We made it for some friends some time ago. Um, and, it, we, you know, she was in that mode of, you know, you have, there's, there's a masher and everything. It's a, it's a process. I mean, it really is like an assembly line. It to, for it to go well, there needs to be like three people doing it. And the, and the, the most important individual of them all is the person that's dropping it in the frying pan and that is frying it because, you know, you could make them and prepare them and everything, but people are like, Okay, why are they not in the frying pan? I need five right now, you know. So it's the person that is sitting there dropping it in the front in that hot oil. That's the person that's kind of like getting pretty much all the praise. <laughs> really, it's true. Am I lying though? No, right. No. Nobody cares about the guy who has to cut the plastic bag. No, heck, uh, listen. Some of us actually come prepared, and that's the part that people are like, "What are you doing with that?" I'm like, you'll see, you'll see. Because I mean, there's a preparation. There's that assembly line, rolling the the masa in balls, and you know, putting it, making it available, so that that assembly line just keeps going. Because if you have to stop and roll the ball, roll out maybe eight or ten or something like that, that you know, that slows down the process. Mm-hmm. It really does. Because then, if you're just one person trying to do all of that together, oh, yeah, it, I mean, you have to sit there and make maybe about. I don't know, 50 or 60 of them first, and then you know, try to drop some, and then still try to go back. Yeah, it's, it's craziness. It's a lot. It's a lot, but what what happens though? People sit there and have these conversations over the snack food, the simple snack food that is just and then they leave content, but then they talk about, we had the best time. We had the best conversations. I mean, it wasn't, you know, this full on preparation of a, a lot of other things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Of, a lot of times it's just the panadas. It's just the panadas. But everybody leaves. Like you said, like they had the best time. Right. And it's not even a, it's not even always about the panadas. Right. It's just, just the experience the being we there. We right. To just be together for an evening. The stories. Again, the stories. The experience. And, you know, that's what this show is moving towards even more so. Um, still talking about restaurants, 
you know that are in the area and and food events because how could how could you not you know that's it's it's important to talk about you know that's what this show is it it, it is a food show and i want to continue to bring that to you but also let you all know that it's important to talk about other things that are happening within our community as well um in the past i've talked about food accessibility food apartheid uh or food deserts we'll say but uh, apartheid is a good one because of the way that you know a food desert it just seems like it's it's always been there um where apartheid is you know there are certain uh times within i don't know in history or within uh, the history of a neighborhood where there was food at one point and then or accessible and nutritious food and then as the neighborhood changed things started to go to a level of one thing's fast one thing's quick rather than having a farm or you know fruits and vegetables that you could really grow in your neighborhood your backyard you know spaces are taken up and trust me this is not me as a person uh, saying that there can't be fast foods or, or things like that but when you have one basically on every single corner and there's nothing you know to say okay well there's a healthy place that we could go to you know and get something that is not going to be too cholesterol laden <laughs> or fried or something it's like again as a person as a guy that loves food uh as well as many of you do as an audience um i enjoy <laughs> fried chicken or a burger or but then you know there is that importance of having a balance and knowing when, okay, I really need to have some fruits and vegetables in my life. And, uh, yeah, I am thankful, you know, for the smaller markets that are in the neighborhood. They do provide some type of way to get maybe fruits and vegetables, but it's very limited. Um, you know, there's still a lot more that needs to be done with making sure that, uh, every neighborhood has every neighborhood has accessible accessibility to nutritious food um, and that you're not having difficulty getting to it mm-hmm. uh, where is our you know where we live in St. Paul well I'm saying when in reference to <laughs> Uh, like where the grocery store is. I mean, you literally have to get in your car and drive. I mean, you could take the bus too as well. But, you know, if you don't have, maybe if you're elderly, maybe if you have children, you know, and you really can't find a, a babysitter or you have, you know, you're a single parent or whatever. And you're trying to figure out where can I get food in the particular area? Um, Yeah. So, I could present a challenge exactly. So, I really want to be able to thank folks, uh, to you know, knowing that you know, there, there is a radio station here within the community and that we are actually we're live 
<laughs> and so we really appreciate that you are taking the time to actually sit down and listen to the Unbuji Foodie. You know, uh, and so this is just remember this show is for you. This show is about you know the community yeah, and a conversation. It really we're, is a we're talking about our piece, but. We want to hear from you guys. Call in and talk about how Aunt Stacy's potato salad was not, in fact, you're, as popping as she thought. Things like that. Okay, he want. I won't say he wants, but he's encouraging you to call in, which I am too. But he wants to hear the salaciousness of. I want to hear all the stuff. All the food, all the food things, right? First, though, please. Yeah, right. Exactly. Oh man. Okay, so. We're going to be coming to a, a, uh, the end of the show really soon, but there are a few places that I do want to talk about. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, and I haven't been there yet. So, as you know, the Unbuji Foodie is always on a budget. So, <clears throat> if there's someone that would like to share their experience at some place, again, we invite you to call in and whatnot. But uh, I can't say that I'm going to be honest with you when I tell you that I have not been to some place. So there are other folks that have been and I see their comments. I read either uh, information on there and I will tell you about it. Hey, there's a new place that's opening up. I'm not going to give my, oh, it's a really great place. You should go there. That's not, that's being uh, disingenuous. And that's not what the show is about i'm going to tell you about these places and we'll let you know if i have or have not been there but you would know oftentimes that i've been there because i will be taking pictures of my food you know i take pictures of my food i think if you if you know my page if you've been on the bougie foodie page you know whether it be facebook instagram and sometimes twitter uh and definitely my website um you know that there are pictures <laughs> tons of food uh, of me trying some stuff and as the saying goes you know the food always the camera always eats first and i know that seems like the camera always eats first you've I've heard never, i've never heard this what i don't that, take pictures of my food like well that. okay well that's what it actually means you know mm. before you really dive into a, a plate of food or whatever I'm hungry. but the camera always eats first in my world <laughs> so uh and i say all of that because there is a place called uh firebox barbecue uh in saint paul that is opening up or that has opened up and apparently it's pretty good you know when you got folks that know about barbecue saw just barbecue yeah uh they have ribs brisket pulled pork chicken wings um yeah and all the fixings and sides that go along with it you know Hmm. mac and cheese uh fries and potato salad you know yeah that that's what you're looking at that's what you're looking at and so if you want to learn more you can definitely go to visit their website it is obviously don't do that to me uh it is firebox (laughs) fireboxdeli.com uh, and, the, and if you want to visit their uh, their brick and mortar, 
Uh, it is located at 1585 Marshall Avenue, St. Paul, Minnesota. Um, yeah, apparently this is the second um, location for them because they have one that's in the Cam- Camden neighborhood uh, that's in North Minneapolis. But yeah, so they just recently opened in St. Paul and well, congratulations to them. I know, right? Uh, let's see. You you haven't been it's the wrong season. Mm. I know you've just come here for the winter. You've come here and, and everything and during the time period of the summer spring summer and hopefully they will be back and so you could experience this but i had this place called smoke session see smoke session i know y'all are probably thinking does he get some type of kickback or free food or something like that from smoke Session? no it's just that smoke session was just so good and i'm a i'm a sucker for barbie uh, for pork belly dipped in barbecue sauce um yeah that's it's my heart (laughs) it really is and they do it so well and i know that there are probably other places that that do it as you know hello remember viewers he's sitting here really going he's got his eyes closed he's really thinking shush but okay I, i i i'm giving props to other places because when you got here that first week, we also went to Fat House, did we not? We did. And we took pictures of Fat House and that that it was like an ultimate fries thing with yeah, fri- pulled pork. and It was delicious. And I mean, just... And then the candied pork belly. Yeah, that was, that was great. Uh, so Their I'm like... Very aggressive. So if you like heat, Ooh, definitely get some of that. You need to have some of that fire, that fat house. Uh, I, I I don't even if know. You see Tongue my, burner. If you want to see the young bougie foodie's live reaction to the sauce, you can go you, ahead and check out his Instagram. Oh gosh. Anyway, did you put it on Instagram? I will. Oh, lovely. Anyway, yeah, I almost choked. It was pretty great. It was. We had we had a good time. It was delicious. Absolutely but, amazing. But I'm saying all again, saying all of that, you know, because here there's this barbecue spot that's opened up in St. Paul, um, Fat House, smoke se- um, smoke sessions. Their their food trucks or their mobile food kitchens or mobile kitchen units, MKUs. Um, they they're I guess they're out of season or they're kind of like in their off season right now, so they're doing other things. So because you know it is cold out there and really that's extra heat and so forth that you have to use to cook your food and make sure that it stays warm and really at times they are actually cooking food out there because there are certain um, items that they have available that you know fries or other things that you are cooking food um another place is um what mung uh, eatery, uh, I believe that's the the name. I've gone to them so many times, and I can't believe that I get, get it wrong all the time. But they're also a food truck as well that offers like pork belly, and um, yeah, I have an obsession. I suppose <laughs> maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Just a little. Yeah, I, I think probably the next thing that the the fair needs to have for next year, they need to have a pork belly something. Pork belly on a stick. 
I'm putting it out there to the universe. Pork belly on a stick. Cri- hey, crispy pork belly on a stick with maybe some bar. Like, I maybe should get in contact with um, the people that do pork chop on a stick. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> and ask them, hey, what do you all feel about doing pork belly on a stick? <laughs> yeah. It could be like some partnership. And, and the, like the unbougie the foodie. No, the unbougie brisket. Uh, uh, pork belly on a stick. Oh wow! Mm. Yeah, that's gonna be. Uh, uh, anyway, I just wanted to kind of like let you know that we're not foregoing providing you food stuff and food places, uh, but that's what this show is about. Uh, I wanted to just have this opportunity to talk to you about where the show is going, and to let you know that we are back on the air live. <laughs> so. I, I really want to thank you all so much for just, uh, again, listening to my ramblings, my nephew, his points of view, uh, and things that he's added to the, the conversation as well, which has been helpful. Um, but I am so excited to uh, get back, I'll just say get back to work, and bringing you more exciting stuff from the neighborhood uh, on a food perspective. Um yeah, we need to have more shows like this that come after me. <laughs> so, you know, I there are new restaurants that are opening up. Wintertime, I think, is always a time that is like the slowdown season. Um, there are places that will still be opening up because, you know, people want to go out. Even though it's going to snow, it's going to be cold or whatever the case is, people are going to want to go to restaurants. So there will be the one or two restaurants that are going to be opening up even during this time period. Um, but then it's the following season, spring, summer, where, you know, Things we're going to get up a little. Oh, my goodness. Explosions, you know, new places that are going to be just overflowing with people um which you know i mentioned this by the you know and i say that because a good example is potluck potluck is going to be at rosedale mall i believe it's going to be opening this friday if i'm not mistaken um i i really feel that you need to go there and and check it out it's a food hall and we've talked about food halls in the past, and I think that's probably going to be something I'm going to touch on once again, just to remind people about the different types of food halls, because were you about to say something? No, I just um, it reminded me that there was a food hall that we uh, that has been there uh, back home in L.A. for a long time, but I had only just recently gone within like the past year or so. Which is what? The, I don't even know what it, I don't even remember what it's called. It's the one that's by the DMV on Hope. Really? Yeah. Wait, hold on. We're not talking about um, uh, Central Market, right? No. Or there's a fo- really there's a food hall. Oh, there. Mm. It's brand new, or no? It's been there the whole time. No. I well, maybe we'll, since we'll I moved away. We'll yeah, well, I, since I moved away or something like that. But yeah, mm, yeah, I'm gonna have to find out about that when I'm asking Auntie B. Be like, hey, can you go over there and kind of like roving reporter and tell me what it's like? Or when I go yeah, back there, but what? We definitely need to find out about that. Uh, that's crazy. That's nuts. Uh, yeah, 
See what happens when you don't. Not everyone knows where all the food stuff is. Not everybody knows. So it it takes a community. It takes a group of people to let folks know. Because as much as I might be able to provide you with, you know, here's someplace new. I'm only one person. But, you know, I'm trying to be here giving you places to go. If you know some places to go, I would hope that you want to share that with the community as well uh, and let us know about it. Because I'm telling you, uh, this is a community thing and you know we share stuff, food, uh, recipes, where restaurants are. I, I, I was corny. What in episode three or four? I'm like, yeah, let's talk about food. <laughs> But I'm, I'm reminiscing about some stuff because at the same time, I remember, um, yeah, I reached out and said, this is for you. I kind of sounded just like this, too. This is for you. It's for the community. We want you to tell us about where things are. Call in. <laughs> so I'm laughing about it right now. It's true, though. You might have your own favorite, you know. This spot has the best, you know, and you don't want people to know about it. Yeah, and you're like, nah, because it's gonna get busy. It's gonna get, yeah, over. I won't be able to get my my sandwich the way that I want it or when I want it and everything. Get that. So like, hit us up at six five one two two hundred three four seven nine. So just can contact him, DM him on Instagram. Exactly. Keep it privatized, you know, and we'll try it out for ourselves. And we'll see. Exactly. You never know. Anyway, that silence and it means that we are actually coming to the end of the show. Oh, man, I'm telling you, it has been really exciting to be back on air. I'm like, even with all the little mic flubs and everything happening and everything, right. we'll get that squared away by next week. We'll be back to up to prime where we used to be and everything so but i'm telling you i really want to thank you all so much for being here i really do thank you for sitting down and taking the time to just uh support myself the unbuji foodie but also weqy and as i end the show i want to say never let anyone tell you what type of foodie to be because really it is about Food that brings us together, stories, and experiences. And I also want you to become along on this experience or on this journey. So, until next time, taste it. Sit on down with the unbougie food day.